Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I get to do an announcement here as part of bringing on a great guest. First time we've had him on the show. And let, let me t- tell you a little bit about my business. Probably like your business. Who you work with is every it is everything and i've worked with amazing people i've worked with awful people i work with pretty daddy the executive producer tom you fit into the good category we love you here on the show don't shake your head you're the best and over at cbs sports hq uh we're putting together some nba content it's on the youtube the homepage for for the for the network but it's all in the service of building a brand new five day a week daily live NBA show that'll be coming at you uh, very, very soon. And when I found out they'd hired John Gonzalez, I was so happy because this guy is an absolute talent. He is a great person. You don't find those in combination very often. You've probably seen his work in the past at at The Ringer, at Sports Illustrated. He is now a host, an analyst, an NBA guru, uh, a a content machine for us over at CBS Sports. Uh, And he's he's also just a, a, a hell of a good guy. And he joins me down the show. Oh, and he's a, he's an Eagles and Philly fan, so so go easy, okay? Be nice, Mr. Gonzalez. Good morning, buddy. How are you? I liked all of it until you got to the Eagles part, but thank you for that. It's true, I dude. I'm so excited that we're working together, and I'm so excited about this uh, to be named later show with a. Mm-hmm. We're still sort of figuring out the the details and the date, but me and you, some other folks, you know, Ash and Nicole Moss. It's gonna be. I'm I'm really pumped, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, you can't rush these things, though. We'll get around to a name and all that stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I look, I, I don't know what the plan is. I'm not in the loop. 2027, I, I mean, I, we could wait. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> whenever we're going to do it, I am, I am, I, the question becomes, what happens first? Does this launch or, or do the Eagles make a Super Bowl? No, it's too, I'm sorry. Too, let me ask you that. All right. Let, you are, you are also an expert on the NFL, but you're, you're a fan and we've talked about this nonstop. I'm really interested. Do you want a coaching change, a head coaching change in Philadelphia? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the way that it went off the cliff, and it's kind of wild to say, too, Bill, when you think about it, because, look, I was at last year's Super Bowl. That was one of the great games 
certainly one of the great Super Bowls, but one of the great games that I've ever been to, that I've ever covered. I've covered just a ton of football in my career, and that was an excellent game, save for, you know, perhaps an officiating uh, kerfuffle at the end, but really a great game. They go to the Super Bowl last year. They start off 10-1 and this year. They just figure out a way to win every, every game but one through the first 11, and then it was like a, a switch flip. I mean, I've never seen a team go from just, you know, being a professional football team, figuring out what they need to do to get the W, to being completely clueless, not in like one or two facets of the game, but really wholly inept across the board and everything. So I think when you look at it that way, like, I don't know how they can keep them. It just really, and I hate to say cliche things like, oh, it feels like you lost the locker room. It feels like you lost the locker room. John Gonzalez here on the show on Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. All right, John, so I, I know I'm going to give you some names here. I know some of them may not fit for, for, for a variety of reasons, but let's say that coaching, uh, filling coaching vacancies that don't yet exist in Philly were like, were like fantasy football. You just have who you want. Pete Carroll presumably might be out there. Bill Belichick is out there. Mr. Harbaugh, Jim, is out there. I'm a big Mike Vrabel guy. He's out there. There are certainly a, a bunch of coordinators who are very well regarded who are available. Is there a name or two, if Nick Sirianni were no longer the head coach of your Eagles, that you would want to be in the pipeline as the possible replacements? I'd say not Carroll or Belichick. Uh, They've had their day. They've done their thing. I think some fresh blood would be in order here. Uh, I'm a variable guy, too. I think he'd be good. I think he did more with less. Um, Harbaugh is interesting. Uh, That's certainly something to consider. I I would also say, though, you know, Sirianni was a coordinator. The Eagles have had considerable success plucking these coordinators uh, or position coaches and installing them as, as head coaches, right? I mean, they had Sirianni. He went to a Super Bowl. They had uh, Doug Peterson, who had been previously a quarterback for the franchise and then led them to their only Super Bowl victory. Andy Reid was a quarterback's coach before they found him in Green Bay and brought him and elevated him uh, to head coach. And he's had, obviously, a Hall of Fame career. So, I don't know necessarily that it needs to be a super established guy. I'm sure that there's some coordinators out there that are on the come that, that could be interesting. But it just I would be really surprised if they go status quo and bring Sirianni back after the way everything just utterly imploded. John, I, I want to talk NBA with you, too. And let, let me ask you this way, and I do not mean this, I promise, as a, as a barb. This is not a shot like it will be for poor Ashley later when I when I bring up the Cowboys in comparison to, to, to some folks. Are you, especially after that win last night, are you more optimistic in the medium, short sort of term, maybe short term, about the Sixers bringing some confetti to Philly, or are you still more optimistic about the Eagles, given the fact that despite the turmoil now, they were 10-1 at the start of the year, and they were very close last year to, to a Super Bowl victory? Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... <laughs> Listen, okay. Phil, I'm from Philadelphia. I mean, like there was a Got window it. there. There's there's a pocket there over this last like year and a half with the Eagles where you're like, man, this is a good team. Like they could win more Super Bowls. Uh, isn't that fun, right? But that's an anthem to everything that that goes into being from Philadelphia, growing up watching these teams, having it beaten into your head that they're never going to get it done. Like more times than not over the course of my of my life, they have failed miserably and and when i say they just pick a team in philadelphia so the word optimism and philadelphia <laughs> sports yeah. it doesn't really go together very often um i will say cautiously reluctantly hesitantly 
I like the way that the Sixers team has looked so far this year. They had a great game last night against Joker and the Nuggets in Philly on national TV. Embiid tends to give him buckets. But it's different when he gets to postseason, right? Like, until they get out of the second round, saying I'm optimistic about them, I'm not going to do that. All right, so I know we're going to discuss this later on the to-be-determined NBA CBS Sports Show. And my presumption, I think it'll be available to all of you listening on YouTube, and I will tweet it out. John will tweet it out, I'm sure. So so we're going to double up here. But for me, at least, John, I need Joel Embiid to perform, and not just the way he has last night. I mean, the guy's been a machine for a month and a half now. I mean, he is playing as he is playing better basketball than anybody on the face of the earth and as good a basketball over a long stretch as almost anybody I can remember. Are you? Do you have a, a level? Of, I think you're going to give me the same answer, but... I need Embiid to take Philly, whatever their history, whatever their struggles, whatever the emotional baggage, understandably, of, of their fans, at least to a conference finals, or else he's for me, slides into the camp of guys that, that I have Dak Prescott on, that I have James Harden as a part of, guys who are massively talented with great careers who, who could not do it, who have a, an asterisk or an ellipsis after their name. Do you think Embiid, just from a doing that under the pressure of the postseason is just is capable of that level of excellence when we get to some pressure-packed series in April and May? I think so, but we haven't actually seen it yet, right? I mean, they haven't got it out of the second round yet. Now, that series a couple of years ago when Toronto and Kawhi ended up winning a championship, that was really the year, right? I mean, they came within that, that three, four bounce, incredible historic shot by Kawhi of advancing to the conference finals, and then who knows what happened. But that was a missed opportunity. Since then, I mean, last year, they should have beaten the Celtics. They were ahead. They had game six on their home floor to advance the conference finals. Not only did they blow game six, but then they absolutely no-show in Boston in game seven. And that's on, on Embiid. I mean, last night, he had the better of, of Joker. Great matchup between the two of them. Both of them played it excellent. But these last two games, even, on national TV over the last two years, Embiid has had the better of Joker. But what did Embiid say afterwards? He said, Joker's still the guy. He's, he's still the best player in the league, and he has what I want. And, and not for nothing, but we kind of thought about Joker that same way until last year too, right? There were, there were massive Jokic skeptics and Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets skeptics going into the playoffs last year. And then Joker said, no, no, I am that guy. I'm going to take this team, put it on my back, turn in a historic performance in the playoffs, and win a championship. And now everybody thinks about him and the Nuggets differently. And until... Until Embiid does that, it's fair to question him. I, by the way, I love Embiid, and I am um, not emotionally. I'm not emotionally invested like you are, John. But I just, mm-hmm. I want him to do what I want him to succeed. I've got my, I got my, I've got my doubts. Um, John Gonzalez hanging out here on CBS Sports Radio, massively talented host, NBA analyst, and the guy that's going to be the engine behind the still to be named, but very soon to be excellent. NBA Daily Show that will be coming to you from CBS Sports HQ and that I will be a, a, a part of along with, with John and some other folks. Um, John, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that all the money you had in the world had to ride on one of the following two things. I, I know you're probably going to go broke, but I want to know which of the two you're more comfortable betting on. You've either got to bet money that the Warriors, through trade or just whatever, figure it out, get into the play-in and make some kind of run, or you got to bet on the Lakers to do that. And you can include the ability, their assets, uh, of their front offices to make some moves or not. Which of those two teams do you think is, is more capable, more likely of turning things around this year? Well, tough one. I think 
prior to Draymond uh, melting down more than once this year, if it had been earlier in the season, at the beginning of the year when the Warriors were playing well, I'd probably go Warriors just because of the muscle memory, right? I mean, they've done it more times recently than the Lakers have. They still have Steph, who I think is the, the best player on either of those two teams right now. But the way that the Warriors have fallen apart over these last, you know, four weeks, six weeks, I guess you'd have to go Lakers. They do have, I mean, we always say that Anthony Davis and LeBron James need to be healthy and on the floor, and then the Lakers have a shot, right? Well, they have been healthy and on the floor, and they do kind of have a shot. And if we're only talking about the play-in, then I guess I'd go that way. But you and I talked about this yesterday when we were in our pre-show prep for this uh, as-of-yet unnamed CBS show. After those two guys, it really falls off a cliff. Like, who's the best guy after that? I mean, Austin Reeves has been such a disappointment, right? I mean, is he the third guy, I guess? I guess he's the third guy. And when we both shrug and go, I guess Austin Reeves, you got problems. (laughs) Um, John, I – look, I don't know what the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be. Uh, By the way, as you know, they're second in the Eastern Conference. It's not like – they're not where the Warriors are. But there are there's certainly some concerns about their 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 defense and and their and their backcourt particularly defensively and you can point to a rookie head coach and whether it's going to work. I'm of the I'm of the belief and, and maybe it's because I covered that Heat team back in the day with LeBron that first year that started nine and eight. That just it takes time. It takes time with with two stars or multiple stars. I think Milwaukee can can win the whole thing this year. I think they can get there. There are certainly some people who are down on them, and as you and I have discussed over at uh, the to be named CBS Sports HQ show. Uh, my colleague Colin uh, Ward-Henniger, who's been on this show, love Colin, had them at like mm-hmm. 103 or 14 in the power rankings. I can't remember. Maybe it was 14. It was very low. Uh, that is n- not unique to Colin. There are some doubters out there, including Tom here on the show, who's been muted from talking about the Bucks for the next two weeks. Um, are you as optimistic about what, what Milwaukee can do this year as I am, or do you have some skepticism, at least for this season, for the Bucks' aspirations to be real title contenders? I came into it this season thinking, especially in the Eastern Conference, there were there was a tier, certainly with Boston at the top. I had Milwaukee in that tier, too. You could argue your mileage may vary on the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm not sure that they're quite in that top tier. But, yeah, I think that they have a shot at getting out of the East. I mean, look, they've won three in a row. For as bad as they've played, Bill, especially defensively and, and still trying to figure out where Dane and Giannis are going to exist and how they're going to, like, sort of orbit each other, they're still second in the East, right? They're only three games off the pace uh, that, that the Celtics have set. And so I look at it and go, once they do start to figure it out, then where could they be? I mean, even with them not playing as well as we all think that they could play, still right there. So as long as you have Giannis and you, now you've added Dame, you're going to be in contention. I mean, and look at that that three ball that uh, Dame hit in overtime. Dagger that was to win that game the other night. It was awesome. incredible. Yeah, uh, John Gonzalez here on the show. John, not to overshare with you, uh, when I was younger, mm-hmm. one of the first girls I had a crush on. Um, asked me to dance at the school dance. I was like, oh, well, I guess we're a thing now. And then she was on again. She was off again. Like every time I got the guts to ask her out or do you want to dance again, it was a no, but maybe next time. And I learned the hard way emotionally not to believe in things that, that, that basically aren't reliable. And that is the Clippers <laughs> for me. I, 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 you know, I don't remember her name. 
because I blocked Ruth. Like, the Clippers are, are Ruth, right? Okay, you're beautiful, you're special, you're wonderful, you're going to make maybe somebody else happy. I don't have the emotional bandwidth for this. I want to believe in the Clippers. I love Kawhi Leonard when he was with Toronto. Uh, that is obviously a very talented team. You and I both live in L.A., and so selfishly, it's nice not to have to travel away from my wife and kids who do like me uh, during the playoffs, and I know they've been healthy, and I know that they've been outstanding. That was a hell of a late game last night if people watched it on TNT. But I just can't invest any belief in them at all because of their past, not not their present. Where do you come down in your level of confidence and optimism or not that this Clippers team is legitimately able to be a contender and keep it rolling for the remainder of the year in the postseason? I mean, statement win for them last night, Bill. OKC is really good. Shea is probably my favorite player to watch right now. Uh, and when we're talking about MVP qualifications, when I know that you know, that 65-game threshold might end up undoing Embiid. You've got to have SGA right in that conversation with Joker. But the Clippers handled them pretty easily last night. And that's a deep Thunder team, too. I came into this James Harden experiment deeply skeptical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Convinced that it was going to go the same way that it did with the Sixers and the Nets, right? That, that Harden was washed, that he's too much of a ball hog, that you had too many high-usage rate players that were going to have to figure out how to share, which they have never done before. And after that first five games when they looked really abysmal, they've been excellent. So, yeah, I get your, like, baked-in historic skepticism. I'm the same way with the Clippers. I mean, as you mentioned, we live in L.A. You don't run into many Clippers fans, right? Everybody's a Lakers fan. I happen to know one of the preeminent Clippers fans in Los Angeles used to work with me at the Ringer. And even he's starting to believe, which really says something, because normally Clippers fans go, oh, yeah, it's not going to work. God, it never does. But it might this year. And, and also, Bill, as we look at this Western Conference, I mean, yes, you know, Joker and the Nuggets are a game and a half off of first place, right? But, and they're the defending champs, so you probably give them a little bit of an edge here. But wouldn't you kind of lump the Clippers in with OKC and Minnesota in that group of, man, they look really good, but they've never done it before, but they could. Right? I mean, Nobody's really standing in their way. To me, if the Clippers came up with a new mascot, I would have it be Anthony Davis because I just, like, every time one of those guys hit the floor, I hold my breath. And I know it's irrational. It's like, yeah. it's like look, I know this movie so, you know the movie Mr. Glass? Um, have yeah. You, all right, right, you know that character, Samuel Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I just, I worry about Kawhi, I worry about PG, and then I just worry about emotionally, James Harden in the postseason, but I, but you're right. I know that it's the baked in historical reality. On paper, they can certainly... I've also predicted them winning so many series and runs the last three or four years that I'm just tired of them reinforcing my general stupidity. So I think I just, you know, it's just self-preservation. But I'm with you. If they can be healthy, they, they're, they're outstanding. I just can't get to a level of belief in it. Yeah, getting the healthy thing is, is a concern, right? I mean, but Kawhi's been out there. PG's been out there. Now we're, what, halfway through the season roughly, so there's still a long way to go. And then you've got, you know, potentially a a pretty long playoff slog to get through as well. So they still have to do that. But on paper, I mean, look, they just just re-signed Kawhi. There's been a lot of discussion about what happens with PG in the offseason. Obviously, I think the Clippers are going to want to re-sign him. But there's been, you know, whispers about, hey, could Indiana want to maybe bring him back? He certainly looked great in Philly. Philly's projected to have – you know, 55 to 60 million in cap space. Um, but as currently constituted, you know, you throw some money at James Harden. This this could be a, a core unit that they could keep together for a little while. And, 
I mean, they, they keep winning. I don't know. Maybe this is a year. I, um, we called a producer bomb. I just got a text from my producer that, that told me to wrap it up because I talked too much. Um, <laughs> we, went, we, went, we, went, we went long. Uh, Pretty Daddy thinks it's his show. I don't like. I'll say Ryder than you, and he'll be like, "Bro, that's not the name of the show. It's the Pretty Daddy shows." We got to work. We got to work on. We got to work on that. Uh, this though, this this interview is just a sample of what's to come. You can check it out on on CBS Sports HQ's YouTube page, which I hope you're you're seeing. John and I do CBS Sports HQ hits together, and at some point in the foreseeable future and or the next few years, we're gonna have a five day week NBA show with some other really talented people. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'll give you details as that comes out. Mr. John Gonzalez, this was great. It was amazing, and I'll talk to you in like two hours, like an hour and a half. I'm bad at math. Hour and a half. Yeah, my man. Talk to you soon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.